1: welcome to the show and thanks for joining us as always here on conscious talk and we love that you're part of our conscious talk family um i've been reading a lot lately and so is rob you know we read a lot of books but we also read magazines and articles and things on the internet and i've been reading a lot about animals lately one of the things that Rob and I love to do is we love to do healings with animals. And we've been doing that a lot in the last four years, especially with horses. And speaking of horses, (laughs) I just posted a video. Yes, you did
2: a beautiful one about a healing horse, Mm -hmm. one that actually goes into hospitals. Yes. Yeah, it's an amazing story. But here's the thing. When we work with horses, what's most interesting, and it kind of shows their capacity and the capacity of so many animals that we notice with all kinds of pets, how they are available for us. Usually when there's something, what we have discovered, when there's a problem with a horse, it's because there's a problem with its owner. Yes, it's true. So we're not just working on a horse, we're working on the horse and their people.
1: Yes. And also, they're just so amazing with these great big hearts. You get within four feet of a horse and they can sense your heartbeat and know um, the emotional state that you're in, which is just amazing. So the video that I posted is up on our Facebook page at ConsciousTalk.net. Just click on the F icon. It'll take you there. It is a beautiful, amazing video of a horse that is a healing horse. And yes, they have them around. Usually they're little ponies.
2: <laughs> There's a full size. This is like thirteen or 1,400 pounds of love, yes. you know, riding the elevator in a hospital. So, you know, we love this emphasis on animals because it helps us realize our own humanity. That's it, why we talk about them.
1: And also it really helps us to understand that animals care, They have emotions, they have feelings, they know their family members, they truly care, they're loving, and it's really how we treat them that they turn out one way or another. So if you can, respect them, honor them, love them, cherish them. They give us so much in service to humanity.
2: Right, and remember to visit your local shelter because now they are repopulating with animals. And, uh, you know, don't ignore the old ones. They need homes, too, and you'll enjoy the love you get. And we'll be right back.
0: Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. we coming up this hour on Conscious Talk so, you know, we've gone through a time of great significance in our history. The question is have we learned anything? Well, we'll have a chat with Forrest Rivers, author of COVID 19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening. And you might be surprised on how much has really changed in our consciousness. And now we welcome your hosts for the day
1: Brenda Michaels
0: and Rob Spears.
1: And thank you, Benny. we learn and grow together one listener at a time that listener is you
2: well as you uh, have known for you know we're approaching our 20th year here on the air in seattle and uh, we've been bringing you just an incredible number of people that have been doing incredible work out mm-hmm. there in the world and then bringing that knowledge to share with the rest of us as brenda you know loves to say And uh, today's no exception. Our special guest is Forrest Rivers. Now, um, first of all, I love his name, um, but Forrest is a writer, teacher, and speaker who splits his time between the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina and the Colorado Rockies. He has a personal journey of awakening, which began at the age of 30 on an awe-inspiring trip to Maui, uh, obviously in Hawaii, and it was there uh, on that enchanted island, where the profound healing power of the earth spoke to his heart and helped him overcome a diff- difficult period of alcohol abuse. Now, um, we so many people have stories. You know, mm-hmm. um, we always consider this part of their life path. This is where they have the opportunity to jump off and learn. And he certainly has. He wrote a, a very interesting book called. COVID 19 and humanity's spiritual awakening, we thought, well, what better time because here we are. So, Forrest, welcome to Conscious Talk.
3: Hey, thank you so much for having me. You, you guys, your show is absolutely wonderful.
1: Thank you, thank you. Well, we love your book. It was a, it's a wonderful book, and we hope all of our listeners get a copy of it. And they can go to our website, conscioustalk.net, click on the title of the book, and it'll take them right to Amazon. But I want to mention your name, Forest Rivers, is a pen name, and you took that in honor of Mother Earth, and um, we really honor you for that because we love, love Mother Earth and honor her every day in our way too.
2: Well, the thing I loved about your book to start right off, um, Forrest, was that um, we've been having these, it felt like you were part of the conversation we've been having for a little bit more than than a year. And you start out with the idea that for those on the path of higher consciousness, COVID-19 has been an opportunity to work with immense suffering. So to what end, immense suffering?
3: Oh, absolutely. So um, I really, truly believe uh, that when the late, great spiritual teacher, who I have a feeling you too love as well, uh, Ram Das,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, He
3: said, suffering is the sandpaper of our awakening. I think that has been absolutely true with COVID-19, uh, indisputably, there has been um, extreme suffering, whether it's people who have died from COVID, whether it's people who have uh, uh, gotten very sick from it and they're still recovering from it, uh, whether it's losing your job uh, during the pandemic and the, and the onslaught of mental health issues due to the isolation that's been plaguing many people there's no question that there's been immense suffering but out of that suffering has become, has come in in my humble opinion uh very important lessons uh for example uh overcoming our fear of death uh all spiritual uh faiths and the mystics especially of each of the major faiths teach that in order to live life truly full one must come to terms with their own death. I mean, mm-hmm. what a better, we, we, collectively we've had death staring us straight in the face
1: mm-hmm. and we've
3: had to come to terms with it. And that's one way I outline in the book that this has been uh, an important time for awakening. Uh, another uh, way that this has been important for awakening uh, is I, I cite numerous conversations I've had with various people along my own journey in the past year uh, who looked at this pandemic as an opportunity to sort of reflect and to seek a higher meaning and purpose in their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we all know, Mm -hmm. I think many of your listeners uh, probably can relate to this, that, you know, we, we had more time at home when we had the lockdowns, we had more time to contemplate our life and Uh, Are we really doing what makes us happy? Are we doing what fulfills our soul? And I think there's been more and more uh, uh, cases of that. Uh, In the book, I actually talk about um, the example of my friends who moved off and decided to live off the grid. They thought this would be a wonderful time to try out that kind of lifestyle. I, I cite another example of, uh, uh, a really inspiring person I met who saved up as much money as he could and decided to hike the entire Appalachian Trail mm. during the pandemic as, as a show uh, to, to, find, to follow his life's purpose, which he thought was hiking the 2,100-mile trek. Uh, you know, I cited an example of the Cherokee Elder uh, in the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, which is not far from where I live, and the example of an inspiring uh, uh, beloved elder named Myrtle Driver, who has been uh, doubling down on her efforts during the pandemic to try to preserve the Cherokee language. Mm. You know, this has been a wonderful time for us to, to, to search for meaning. And Mm -hmm. I also have a chapter in the book that talks about, uh, that, that, that this pandemic may very well, uh, uh, shift our consciousness are in the sense that we're becoming more aware of how interconnected we truly are. You know, prior to the pandemic, it's so easy to just write off somebody else's suffering on the other side of the world. Well, it's over there. Right. Suddenly now with this shared experience of, of COVID, you know, whether it's Italy that had their turn of suffering or whether it was India, which has been very recent, whether it's been the United States or Canada or uh, Australia or Britain, we're, Brazil, we're all sharing in this collective suffering together. And there's got to be something that comes out of that that, that makes us more uh, present to the fact that we truly are all one. We really are connected. That's no longer a cliché. It's living truth. Yeah. true.
1: Um, in, in your feeling of this, Forrest, what did you um, feel the emergence of COVID exposed for all of us? Did it expose our vulnerability? Did it expose our humanness? What, what an incredible question.
3: You know, out of all the interviews, I've, I've given uh, about this book, I've never been asked that. That's an incredible <laughs> question. And I think it's without a doubt exposed the fact that um, if we keep following along the path of separateness, mm-hmm. this, this notion that I'm separate from other people or I'm separate from other countries or I'm separate from the earth, Mm-hmm. This is not going to turn out well for humanity. Right. I think the illusion of separateness has been popped. Mm-hmm. I think more than ever, we're seeing how everything is interconnected,
1: mm-hmm. whether
3: it's our impact we've had on the earth, uh, our impact on the poor, uh, the the injustices that we've seen linked to racism, mm-hmm. which was obviously dramatically uh, Uh, you know, with with everything with, you know, Derek Chauvin and Mm -hmm. the the terrible events that that happened around there in in Minnesota. Whatever it is, we become more aware that we are connected. And it's exposed the fact that a society based on separateness, a society based on ego. There we go. That's really where I'm trying to get to. Mm -hmm. A society based on ego will not work well for us moving forward. And in fact, mm. has not worked well for us, and that we can we can take we can take in a lot of ways. COVID woke us up to the fact that we need to follow truly a path of spirit and see each other more as a as a uh, as one family than as separate parts.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah. I think beautifully said think for in, us, and
3: in, in, in that it it showed how vulnerable we really. It, it took it took it took a Sadly, it took a major pandemic
5: that inflicted
3: a terrible death toll to bring us to this to this to this notion um, yeah. that yes. separateness is not working in our favor anymore.
2: Yeah, and this is this you know this great journey of transparency of actually seeing the difference between who we are and. Um, what we do (laughs) and the illusions that we live in well hang on folks we're going to run off to a break Um, when we come back we're going to continue with forest rivers we're talking about covid19 and humanity's spiritual awakening
0: for most of us the new year's resolution to lose those extra pounds turns to frustration when the weight bounces back no matter how many calories you cut or how many protein meals you eat the shocking truth is The amazing effect of Bio-PH is that it buffers and removes the acid in your body that causes you to gain weight. Make your weight loss program work with clinically proven PowerPH. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com.
1: Or call 360 385 1909. That's 360 385 1909 for all the information you need on the Avicen Medical Device.
3: Conscious Talk Radio that
0: brightens your day. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of energetic balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best selling books. Like Natural Cures, and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's, there's a spiritual solution to every problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, You can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing.
4: We all know that probiotics are good for digestive health, but your skin, too? I'm Kat James, author of The Truth About Beauty. Common skincare products, especially harsh soaps, can disrupt the balance of the good bacteria on your skin. But there's a progressive new approach to skincare that allows you to create a healthier environment on your skin, probiotic skincare. Dr. Ohira applied ancient Japanese fermentation skills to merge his famous pre, pro, and postbiotic nutrients into a revolutionary 100% natural skincare line. The Kampuku Beauty Bar, honored with the Best of Beauty Award by Better Nutrition,
5: You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are
2: listening to Conscious Talk, and yes, it is radio that makes a difference. And we're making a difference today with someone who, you know, to us, he's a brother, instant. And Mm -hmm. it's Forrest Rivers. He wrote a really wonderful book. It's not a huge book. It's one you can get through pretty quick, but... You know, when you uh, meditate upon it, um, you're going to see so much of yourself, hopefully, in your journey. It's called COVID-19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening. And Forrest, um, one of the questions uh, that we ask a lot, uh, because we've been on this journey through COVID-19 like everybody else and moving through different states and stages, and One of the things that we really wondered about is that because we know where we moved, is our world really becoming more compassionate and united, even though the news um, portrays generally otherwise?
3: I think that's a beautiful question. And I think if we get lost in all the fear and in all the drama Mm -hmm. and in all of the division mm-hmm. being pushed by the media, uh, I, don't, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on or anything. The media has more or less been engaging in a lot of fear tactics. Mm-hmm. If we get beyond that and we quiet our minds, we can really begin to see that there is more compassion growing um, and some evidence of that. Uh, one thing that moved my heart was the amount of people who were volunteering for food banks. Mm. I mean, you know, during the height of the pandemic, when the threat of catching the virus was at its greatest, I'm thinking June to December of last year, Mm -hmm. that's also when the volunteer rates of people uh, putting their, really putting their health on the line to help out those who are hungry. Mm -hmm. We saw record numbers of people flocking to meet that demand. We heard enormous, enormous stories, amazingly inspiring stories of people who uh, started up their own private services to help people who were shut into their houses get, get important foodstuffs to their, to their homes. Uh, we heard even, even corporations who have been notorious for sort of uh, committing what I would call affronts to humanity, even some corporations, I'm thinking of like the Juniper Hotel in Portland, they began turning their attention to how to help the homeless people mm-hmm. and offering and offering rooms for homeless folks to be safe from the pandemic. Mm-hmm. There are numerous examples of compassion that we can find during this pandemic. Uh, doctors who came out of retirement who had no reason otherwise to leave their, you know, a cushy retirement and risk their health, who came out of it as a call of duty to serve those who are in ill health. There are countless examples of this we can see. But even bubbling beneath the surface, we also see more and more people, and you guys, and you both can tell me this if, if you've been feeling this too, more and more people during COVID I've at least encountered have seemed, have, have seemed more interested in pursuing the spiritual path, mm-hmm. in learning more about consciousness, in learning more about meditation. Uh, you can just simply go online and, and look at how much meditation, practice, mindfulness has exploded in the last year. Mm-hmm. There's more of an interest in, in uh, natural living, in herbs, People are more interested in engaging their uh, local economies, farmers' markets. I think as we've all suffered through this together, we've also realized, hey, we don't have to go back to the way we were prior to the pandemic. We can live a life with more compassion. Mm. And I really think, I really think that 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 when we look back at COVID, we may end up calling it the compassion revolution.
2: Mm.
1: It, that's a great it, line, well, compassion revolution.
2: Yeah, I can tell you a very quick story, a little local story that's going unfolding now with us um, in our area. They're moving during COVID. They had homeless people at staying at um, uh, at the local fairgrounds, and we live in a small town uh, out on the peninsula now, and uh, across from Seattle, and. That was somewhat of an answer, and and now that things are coming more open and they have more events there, they have to find another place to move them, and they're moving them to some place a little further out. That when we first heard about it, we thought, wow, you know, this is probably a mistake for the people, and we had for the homeless for the homeless, and we had some other um, some neighbors that. At first, we thought their reaction was sort of that NIMBY reaction, not of my backyard. Um, they didn't want, you know, the instant fear of, oh, there are going to be more robberies. Oh, there's going to be drugs. Oh, there's going to be this. It, you know, that seemed to come, out, come up in the first few encounters and, and, and in our imagination. But then they had a meeting. Um and what was discussed in the meeting was more about how do we serve these people? You know, this isn't the best place for them to be the The powers that be the gov- the local government hadn't really thought as much of the homeless as they had thought of their situation and how to you know improve theirs and and that was a big shift because we were expecting we're gonna fight this to the end kind of attitude, and it was became. How can we really help these people? So for me, those kinds of bubbling under the surface changes are the most important.
3: Oh, that's an inspiring story that that literally that story right there literally just uplifted my whole day. <laughs> that, yeah. is a, that is a beautiful, inspiring story of uh, compassion and action.
1: Yes, absolutely. Will you talk about um, a little bit about radical love? As an answer to our divisions and our suffering, can you explain that a little? Yeah. So the way I understand
3: is, it's doing, it's, it's engaging, it's engaging in compassion mm-hmm. without any ulterior motive, which is the, which is my understanding of compassion. No ulterior mm-hmm. motive. It's engaging in kind acts. Mm-hmm without any concern for the consequences to oneself Mm. you know you know there's no uh there's no barriers there's no concern how will this affect me Mm. it's purely about serving our fellow brothers and sisters the example Mm -hmm. you both of um people coming together in port townsend at the Mm. fairgrounds Mm -hmm. you know that's an example of radical love it's not you know the, gone were the concerns, will they rob me? Will there be right. alcohol abuse? Will there be drugs? Mm-hmm. The only concern is how can I serve and how can I help others? Mm-hmm. And that's my understanding of radical love. It's willing to sacrifice for the good of your fellow brothers and sisters.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And mm-hmm. that to me is is going to be the cure-all to the sickness that has enveloped our world for far too long, stemming from our egos. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, and it, it's provided um, practice, I think, for some of the things to come that are unavoidable. Um, you know, yep. we're going to see a lot more uh, climate refugees, this kinds of thing. We've seen this kind uh, economy first does not work, so we have to shift to people first, but we haven't lived in a model like that.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. If anything, this showed us that we can't keep continuing down a path of profit over people. Mm-hmm. That that just is not that just is not sustainable for us, and most importantly for the earth. It's not and working. Hopefully, it's not. It's just straight out not working. In fact, mm-hmm. that model of profit over people is has become not only a threat to, uh, uh, you know. To, to us and our well-being, but it's become a threat to our own, to our own planet, to Mother mm-hmm. Earth. Mm-hmm. And we destroy our planet, we destroy ourselves. It's simple right. as that. Right. Right. Yes. And so and- I, I think ra- I think radical love is what we need right now. We need we need to sacrifice. We need to live lives of service without any kind of questioning. What will be the impact to me individually?
1: Mm. Hmm. And, and, and I'm going to add something to that really quickly before we take a break here. It, and it's about frequency, Forrest. When you carry a certain frequency, and let's say you carry the frequency of radical love and compassion, which is a very high frequency to live in, and you meet people where they are, but with your frequency that you carry, you automatically lift them. So there isn't really, fear isn't present in that frequency. So there is nothing to fear. And from my perspective, there really is no sacrifice because when we raise the frequency of ourselves and help raise the frequency of others and we don't carry a fear-ridden frequency to them, which they react to, then it starts to unfold in in a very... graceful and easy way almost like magic and when we come back from this break i'd love to have you comment on that because that's where rob and i live we live in that we we live in that higher frequency to the very best of our ability and then share it with others in the belief that it helps to bring them up raise them into that frequency So we're going to take a quick break. We're here with Forrest Rivers. We're talking about his book, COVID-19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening. It's Forrest, F-O-R-R-E-S-T, rivers.com is the website. We'll be right back. What does healing mean to you? If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909. There's great benefit to raising consciousness in your environment. You feel a higher sense of well-being, sleep and meditate more deeply, boost your natural healing ability, increase focus, concentration, and creativity.
6: Go to vitaminlife.com and save up to 50% on supplements or call vitaminlife.com to order at 866-998-8855.
5: Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150.
1: And welcome back. So happy to have you joining us here today, folks, and really, really thrilled for you to be part of our Conscious Talk radio family, where hopefully you're getting a little educated you're getting inspired you're feeling like there's a lot of hope in the world because there's more than hope there is a lot of love to go around and it it feels good and there's a lot of tools that we give you and hopefully you practice with those tools because you live more grace and ease when you do I'm Brenda Michaels and
2: I'm Rob Spears and we're here with Forest Rivers and we want you to meet Forest. Uh, not only on the air in our brief conversation, but by reading his book, COVID-19 uh, and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening, because it it, it is a wonderful book. Uh, you're going to learn a lot about yourself and others, but you can find out more about Forest by going to ForestRivers.com. And Forest is with two R's F O R R E S T. So, Forest, um, Brenda was talking about frequency and raising frequency, and we have learned you first must meet people where they are without judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere. Then it's just resistance. So, um, what do you think about that kind of model?
1: And then, with your yeah, raise yeah. frequency, you They'll raise them up. They'll naturally come
2: along. Yes. yes.
1: I
3: think I think that is a that that is a recipe. You know, we talk a lot about world peace, and we mm-hmm. speak of world peace as if it's this cliche uh, utopian ideal. Mm-hmm. But if we really live like that, where we raise our own vibration. Mm -hmm. through doing our own inner work Mm -hmm. and connecting to the higher power that lives within us, Mm -hmm. then absolutely we will live, we will meet people where they are without judgment and without fear. And it no longer is a sacrifice at all. You're just, you're just, you're just doing what you do because you do what you do. There's nothing, there's not even any mind, there's no mind behind it. Right. It's just living a life at that vibration of pure radical love. Yes. And maybe yeah maybe at that point the radical gets even removed and it's just straight love. That's yes. what it is. Yeah,
1: yeah. you know and it's I feel it's our natural this is our who we really are at a soul level. And yep. it's not the personality of us Uh, leading the way it's the soul of us leading the way and it's a natural way for us to be we've been living unnaturally bound to an unhealthy ego that lives in fear and so it drives a lot of the behaviors that you see on the planet
3: yeah that fear and that fear leads to division that fear fear leads to hate yes fear leads to intolerance it leads Mm -hmm. to unmindful actions and behaviors Mm -hmm. and thoughts Mm-hmm. and And I think uh I would add this and say, true change, if you really want to change the world, you need to first raise your own as you got as you both beautifully put it, you have to raise your own frequency first,
1: yes mm-hmm.
3: and then once you raise your own frequency, then you become a light onto others, but not a light that views yourself as superior to anybody else, not a light that views yourself as um uh as judging you are just pure radiant love vibrating and sharing that light with everybody else and Mm -hmm. that's how real change i think is made when the inner change happens that light naturally spreads to others and love is contagious it's it's the most in my humble opinion it's the most powerful energy frequency in the universe yes Mm -hmm. Many, yeah. many, 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 infinitely times more powerful than hate.
4: Yeah. Oh, yes.
3: if yeah. We, if we spread that, and we cultivate that within ourselves, the, 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 the positive potential for change is infinite. Yes. Yeah. We, well, we
2: it, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the connecting the dots. I mean, a couple of things. One is, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. That's the pathway. Um, But when you're talking about light and dark, you can light your way in the darkness. You can't dark your way in the lightness. I mean, it doesn't work. Right.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, I like that, Rob. That's really good. That's a great cliche. You know, you can't dark your way in the lightness, but you can light your way in the darkness. And it's so true. I
3: (laughs) I absolutely love that. And real quick, I would just say this, too, that I think... When you raise your own frequency, you naturally become drawn. It's not it's not even it's not even, even as if you're saying, Let me go serve somebody. you no naturally you naturally get drawn to the spirit of service. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And you do you're, it you live, in, no reckon- right. you,
5: you, you live in
1: service. Right. You live in service. You live in light.
3: You live yeah. in yeah. service. And
1: yes. And
3: in the in the bag of Agita, uh, you know, the 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 famous Hindu text, sacred text the highest form of spiritual practice, according to Krishna, is the spirit of service. And that comes from raising your own frequency from within yourself.
1: Yes. Well said. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
5: Dr. O'Hira's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hira's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online.
3: Conscious Talk, radio that opens the heart and illuminates the mind.
1: If you're like us... You really appreciate companies that are sustainable, caring, and conscious. This describes Aloha Bay, a company not only guaranteed by the World Fair Trade Organization, but also donates a portion of their sales to Doctors Without Borders and other great causes. Some of the amazing products made by Aloha Bay include Himalayan salt table and bath products, chakra candles, Himalayan salt lamps feng shui votives and much more a majority of the jar candles are hand poured into recycled glass scented with 100 percent pure essential oils mini certified organic aloha bay is an employee owned company whose products are not only affordable but beautiful and deliciously scented to learn more and order their amazing products visit alohabay.com that's alohabay.com
5: Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back. You
2: are still listening to Conscious Talk. But hey, if you just joined us, um, you can find this conversation at ConsciousTalk.net. We're talking with Forrest Rivers about his book, COVID-19 and Humanity's Spiritual Awakening. Um, All of this conversation is there for free in the archives. Obviously, go to Podcast One or other podcast services. You will find us under Conscious Talk Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, go for it because uh, you don't want to miss these things. We know you're driving in your car. A lot of you are going back to work now. Back to the morning drive, and we're glad to meet you there, but uh, you miss a lot of things because of traffic. I'm Rob Spears. And I'm
1: Brenda Michaels, and our very special guest today is Forrest Rivers. He is truly a brother. We feel that deep connection with him, and we did when we chose his book to do this interview today. And, Forrest, you wrote something in your book that really touched my heart and it just it just really rang true but it inspired me you said faith heals and unites beliefs they injure and divide um so very true and can you explain it we know what this means but we want our listeners to really understand what you mean by that beliefs injure and divide faith heals and unites
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. so the way I the way i I, I view that uh faith, so faith oh, well, I'll start with the belief first okay so so belief belief is thought forms mm-hmm. that are uh externally uh conditioned or conditioned upon us by external forces mm-hmm. and uh think like poli- think our government think, Uh, politicians think our leading capitalist figures think the church think you know the media those are thought forms and they're trying to condition us to think and behave a certain way that serves their respective agenda Mm -hmm. that's what belief becomes and because um, and because it's being enforced from the outside And because it's not coming from within us, it ends up leading to division. It ends up leading to fear. It ends up leading to uh, uh, misinformation, intolerance. Faith, in my understanding, comes from deep within us through our own direct experience. It comes from the soul plane. It comes from a place of inner awareness of our interconnectedness and inherent oneness to all things, faith—faith mm-hmm. faith can only be arrived at through deep, contemplative, direct experience. Uh, and it—it it, it ultimately, faith ultimately becomes a reservoir of hope mm-hmm. within us. Belief—belief mm-hmm. belief becomes the source of wars belief yes. is the source of division mm-hmm. I mean, we saw where all our belief systems got us at the height of covid
1: mm-hmm. uh,
3: it, it didn't you know it was ugly you know it was mm-hmm. ugly you were either for something or against something mm-hmm. faith transcends all petty divisions mm-hmm. and it sees the inherent unity among all sides it's mm-hmm. faith brings us to a place of how about this? Faith brings us to a place of uh, uh, beyond dualism, beyond mm-hmm. duality. Mm-hmm. It brings us to a place where we're just re- beyond duality. All you're left with is the spaciousness of love.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. So faith, it, it, faith comes yes. from
3: within, from direct experience, and belief is our thought forms that are that we're external, that are we conditioned to accept accept from external outside forces.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's a great, great way to explain it. Um, you know, it's that deep, soulful wisdom that we yes. all have. Yeah, We have that when we tune in. You know, part of the shift that Rob and I have talked about on the show almost every time we're on is that we're moving, you can say from fear to love, that type of thing, but we're really moving to a soul-driven Life as opposed to an ego driven, and I'm talking the unhealthy ego. We all need an ego, but we need a healthy ego that sits in the bus behind the driver, which is our soul. Yeah, our soul is the driver.
2: Yeah, we've referred to it as a journey from the head to the heart, you know. And
1: uh,
3: oh, I love that the
2: journey
1: from the head to the heart,
2: yeah. And so, Forrest, um. I just want our listeners to know that, you know, there's so much more in this book for them to contemplate. There are things, actions for them to take. There are meditations in the book Mm -hmm. uh, and ways that you, you know, help them envision moving forward with the things that we've learned from COVID. But the overarching thing for me was really, it's something that we say all the time and it's you know, and and maybe quite glibly, but that everything is spiritual. And, and
1: everything is for, for us.
2: us. And, you know, that sort of summed up for me a lot of what you really dig down into in your book, that returning to our spiritual roots is where we find our answers and the answers in dealing with um, our relationship to Earth.
3: Yes, yes. Yes, I think at the core, we're in these bodies, incarnation to incarnation, where we take our spirit, man, uh, our, our spirit takes form, becomes this body, joins into the body. The body dies, the spirit continues on its own journey. We are, we are these bodies, yes, but even more than these bodies, we are spirits. And if we can return, the the hope I have for humanity is that we're beginning to identify more with our spirit journey Mm -hmm. than Mm -hmm. just this form, just this body.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And I really do believe that if we can learn to to connect with that deeper essence, our soul, that soul plane, uh, if we can embrace the journey from our head to our heart, as you both beautifully said, we're going to be okay, and mm-hmm. there's great cause for hope moving forward. In fact, I think people have uh, – I think we've all become wiser from this entire period.
5: Mm-hmm. I really, truly
3: believe that. I think mm-hmm. we're starting to move from knowledge to wisdom, and they're not mm-hmm. the same thing. Knowledge is in the head. Wisdom is in the soul and the heart.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Well, I think, um, you know, we've really covered and like Rob said, there is so much in your book. And one of the things that we really loved about it as far as talking about COVID-19 and it bringing humanity together is to have a deeper, more profound relationship with Mother Earth and all her inhabitants, all yeah. that, you know, It's all here in service. We're here in service to each other and to the planet and vice versa. And I think when we can hold that perspective, um, this morning we were out on the deck and we were just in great appreciation for the bees that we saw on our flowers And blessing them and the butterflies, the monarchs that we saw in our yard because they're getting less and less each year because of what we've done with pesticides and poisoning the earth and ourselves. But we were out there in great appreciation, and we feel like kind of the same thing holds with Mother Earth that it does with people for us that when we bring our, you know, loving frequency and appreciation and gratitude to Mother Earth and all her inhabitants, we actually help heal that rift that's going on. Would you agree?
3: I would 100% agree. Mm-hmm. And actually just this morning, I too was sitting on my deck and staring off at the mountains in awe. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. yep. what I get to wake up to every day. And I And I got to thinking about it. And I was like, if everybody... Could experience a transcendent moment
1: mm. of,
3: of 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 one that same wonder yes with nature it would inspire everybody to not only honor the earth but honor themselves because they would see that they are part of the earth yeah. absolutely in, fact, well, in the book
1: Well, we're going to have to leave it there because we're running out of time. We could could talk about this forever. We just want to thank you from our hearts to yours for writing such a beautiful book and, and your presence on our show today. So appreciated. And, folks, as always, we appreciate you. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. Or call 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909 for all the information you need on the Avacyn medical device.
6: Conscious Talk Radio. Get your dose today.